0: Welcome to the Global Payroll Association's podcast in partnership with ADP, Women in Payroll. My name is Melanie Pitsey and I'm the CEO of the Global Payroll Association. I'm so excited to run this series of podcasts to give me the opportunity to introduce to you some of the inspirational female leaders that I've met over the last 20 years within the payroll community. My co-host today is Graham Wiley, who is the Vice President Marketing International of ADP. During our podcast, we will be discussing the highs and lows of individuals' careers and find out how they have got to where they are today. So, as they say, let's get on with the show. Good morning, Graham.
1: Hi, Mel. How are you? Okay, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Looking forward to today's conversation.
0: We have Aisha Ucha from Data Assist um, today, so it would be an exciting conversation. Um, Asia is based in Turkey, so I'm looking forward to finding out um, all about payroll in Turkey and Asia's experiences.
1: Fantastic. Well, let's get started. Good morning, Aisha. Good morning. So, Aisha, you, you started life as an, as an accountant. How did sure. you uh, move into payroll? How did you find out about payroll and how did that, how did that journey begin for you?
2: Yep. It was a very interesting one. Uh, I started my, uh, you know, career as an accountant, then finance director. After that, I hold a company with several partners as a consultancy. This was a CPA company. And I had uh, several foreign clients. They asked me for payroll service. And I said, what is payroll service? Is that? And... Then, one after the other, I heard from several people. Then, I decided to move in payroll business. I left my partner, and I set up a payroll company in 1999, and it was the first payroll company in Turkey.
1: So, that was 20 years ago. Can you sure. tell us a little bit about the company as it is today?
2: Today, uh, we have uh, 500 clients and uh, around 130 staff members. And we have uh, several uh, branches in Turkey. So we, are the, uh, we have the biggest market share in Turkey. Uh, this is that. But now, by now, we have so many payroll companies. We have so many competitors. Uh, but have the biggest market share
1: hmm. in Turkey. <laughs> so going back to that, that first day when you opened the doors of the, the business, was it just you or, or did you start with um, a, a team?
2: Actually, I had one partner from Australia, an Australian guy. Actually, he wants to set up a, a corporate um, internet service System. So, he used to be my uh, boss before, and I asked him, I would like to set up a payroll company. What do you think about it? He said, okay, uh, but I would like to set up a, a corporate uh, uh, internet service company in Turkey. Could you please help me? So, that is is to start boss with internet service and payroll service all together at the time. You know, there was not so so much difference uh, in that sector. And it was just before the, you know, year 2001 uh, internet, uh, you know, IT companies problem at that time. Mm-hmm. So it started, data it started in just internet service company and payroll at the same time. It was unusual in one side, but it was so good for me. Because I learned the IT sector very well, with a failure. Because this internet service was a failure. So after three years, I learned what is that, what is the IT sector. Uh, And this partner goes away from Turkey. So I was alone after that, after three years. But I learned, uh, you know how not to set up IT
1: company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then, uh, that's why uh, since year 2002, the physicists also um, have you know, so much uh, to do with the technology. Mm. Since year 2002, I also uh, started thinking about, uh, think about how I set up an um, a IT platform. Yeah. So that's why uh, Datasys is both IT and the uh, service
1: company. Yeah. And when you set up the company in, in 1999 as a as a female entrepreneur, were there a lot of uh, your friends and, and associates, were they doing the same thing or, or was that unusual at the time?
2: Uh, in Turkey, it's a very interesting one, you know. Foreign people think that Turkey is so much male-dominated society and how a Norse and you know, Tur- a Turkish girl doing business in Turkey. But it's the other way around. And if you uh, go out of uh, house in Turkey and if you have an university degree, and you're very welcome in, in the business environment. And I didn't feel any uh, stop. It, it is okay. You know, from one side, Turkey is a really male-dominated society. It's very difficult to do something as a woman entrepreneur. But once you start it, there is no stop. It is, it is very interesting.
1: Mm. You mentioned that the, the internet service business didn't mm-hmm. thrive. What was the secret to the payroll business being a success in that first five years and, and really growing uh, successfully into the business it is today?
2: Actually, for the for first four years it was so bad because nobody understands the payroll business. So for me, I had two tasks. One you know to all the company and uh, to establish a company uh, to put a standard on the company and the second hand uh, to teach the market what is the payroll uh, outsourcing so it was two tasks because when we call our first client and uh, first first client and i have the uh, one salesperson that this salesperson called the first client and the we explain, you know, what is the payroll business? You know, would you like to do payroll outsourcing, such, such, such. And this person said, it's very funny. And put the phone off. And the sales person started crying. And I said, they don't know anything about payroll service. So for my task, to teach the sector payroll service and also uh, try to do my business. So first... Four years, it was so difficult, but after the first four years, what happened was a big economical crisis in Turkey in 2004. And the company is thinking to start a a business, you know, natural business, how they do the business. They should start uh, thinking about outsourcing, making their companies smaller how we can do this so and for four years i really did a lot of advertisement a lot of um, you know seminars what is payroll uh, what is payroll outsourcing what's the benefit of outsourcing actually uh, i really you know push the market push the market in the end and uh, i had you know first uh, 10 clients came in. So for me, uh, what, is this, uh, what is the secret of success? I'm so insistent. I'm so persistent personality. This is my uh, secret of success.
0: And did you have any experience in like marketing or was it just learning sort of maybe by mistakes or you know because it's it sounds great that you you went out there and you just tried to get the business on on board but did you sort of have any previous experience of sales or is it as you said just your determination? Um, My
2: previous experience was uh, accounting and um, finance so it was Nothing to do with marketing and nothing to do with entrepreneurship because being an accountant is totally different thing. You know, maybe trying to save money and you cannot think so big. So it was for me, it was a big learning process. Um, but still, accounting is some steadiness, you know, accounting is also giving something. Person. But I really learned from scratch how to do the marketing and how to do standardization. And Because I was thinking it was so easy, you know, you have a, a program and you have people and they would start working it. But the first days, I really, uh, you know, <laughs> I jumped into the brick wall, brick wall, you know, it was so mm-hmm. difficult. Because what I understand, and I have to teach people, that there should be a lot of a lot of training. Now, after twenty years, I just you know um, appointed a new CEO, the young person, and now I'm just focusing on training, training, training. <laughs> so I understand is training is the key for success.
1: And is that technical training in the? Um in, in the actual process of payroll or training people how to use technology differently or a combination of those things
2: uh, mostly uh, technical training but these days and uh, you know having some time I started also uh, this combination more now it's get, training getting higher now at but At first stage, put the technical training in some standard format, self-study format, how they do it. Now, uh, it is more, it's going for um, MT, uh, training, and more.
1: So the first four years were very challenging, and then an economic change in situation, so lots of people looking at, at outsourcing, and then growth for the business if you look at that first 10 years what would you say are the the one or two really defining experiences the moment you look back on and say hey something changed this was very different or this is was something that happened that was very exciting about the business
2: well can i say it was just for the first 10 years just my learning mm-hmm. uh, process how i feel i learn and more and more but first Ten years, uh, I did a lot of marketing, a lot of uh, seminars as teaching, but our service quality wasn't so good at first ten years. Then I go back inside and uh, streamline our uh, service quality. And I learn a lot from our international clients. Um, international clients demand really uh, different kind of service quality and each international client we learn a lot and we correct our procedures, learn a lot you know, uh, sort of like every week we're learning and uh, just uh, using this uh, what is
1: that so and I mean, I can say I learn
2: from international clients. In The first ten years, I really learn from international clients. What is really payroll service?
1: And so, across uh, the Global Payroll Association, Mel, you work with people right across the the industry in many different countries. And, and one thing I hear is is people talking about how complex their individual country is, or what makes uh, payroll in a particular area unique. Um, Very interested in in your thoughts, Aisha, on on payroll in Turkey and and what perhaps makes it different from running payroll elsewhere and and, and in what ways it's the same. And Mal, I don't know if you have a a view as well.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really interested as well. Um, You're right, everyone, a lot of people think their country is very complex and I know from our membership, people do find the Turkish payroll um, very confusing or very complex. So interested to hear your thoughts on that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, I don't think as uh, complex as uh, Belgium for payroll, what I feel, you know, that some company can count payroll, really complex. And what is difficult in Turkey, um, many things not defined by the law accurately. So uh, a lot of hesitation and uh, processes, you know, this way or that way. And changes so quickly in Turkey so big changes and very quickly let's say uh, this year what happened uh, we are year 2019 November and the government exposed a new tax new payroll tax income tax for payroll for year 2019 and this is shocking effect because foreign Companies, international companies, already finished their budget, but our government introduced a new tax for year two thousand nineteen. It was like a job. So this this should be so quick, and this interpretation should be so quick. These changes uh, in Turkey makes the payroll so difficult to manage. Otherwise, I'm not thinking that payroll. That's so complex. Just the changes are very quick and sometimes shocking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and does this happen on a regular basis? Because there are other, other countries where I hear similar things that the government will make a change in legis- legislation and may have to backdate, and it's all a bit of a shock to the, the payroll industry. Is, what's happened in 2019? Is that something that, that has happened previously?
2: Previously? Day- Every year, we have another surprise from government. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be prepared. <laughs> Let's say two years ago, uh, uh, three years ago, it, uh, what i say, the maximum uh, limit of social security uh, increased dramatically. It was, again, happened in December. So it is really big changes, big changes.
0: And do you see anything happening for 2020 or do you have to, as, as you have done this year, it may be another nice surprise for you?
2: Definitely 2020 because every year I'm saying, okay, this year there's no surprise, and, but something happened because it's really our economy is also fluctuating. There's so many uh, difficulties in the economic side and also... Political changes affect the uh, economy,
0: so these decisions are so quick. Um, Aisha, can I just ask a question on um, when you're saying when you're setting up your business and you mm-hmm. learned from your international clients? What was the, the biggest thing on service that you actually learned? Is there one particular thing that you can point out?
2: Actually, uh, it was my uh, first challenge, it was one. Uh, Company, this ExxonMobil. I say I learned a lot from them and how they control their payroll and uh, all these uh, controlling reports and how they manage to payroll internationally. It was amazing for me uh, to learn their process and to teach. They teach me, they teach us because none of the a Turkish company, including Big Four, it was it, they couldn't prevent such as uh, provide such a service. So, so that that's why ExxonMobil teach us, you know, how to do this. It was a big learning curve for me, you know,
0: how we do, do it. And do you feel like you implemented those within your own processes going forward? Is that something it you've is, taken on with you?
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, we learn and then. After that, uh, actually, first big, big awakening, you know. Actually, we didn't uh, standardly use everything, but it was a big awakening for me. You know what is meant to control it. What is this? Um, it was a big learning curve, and since then, you know, we're improving. We're improving a lot, and I must tell you, you know, as uh, you know, IT as a technology, actually, we are far more ahead now because we started online uh, platform in year 2004 then year 2010 uh, we were in uh, sort of like private cloud and now uh, year 2020 we will going microservices you know, we're totally changing our platform in a very different way so how I feel that we are really, uh, really ahead uh, even from some uh, European payroll providers, even because they're so active. We have uh, 15 uh, IT Java developers in the company and we're getting some government grant for technology. And we are on the process now uh, doing the robotic controlling process. And we are on the process of um, you know, directly integrating from government services or payroll. So uh, we're a lot of we doing a lot of research on this, and really we invest a lot on technology. So we learn it after that learning curve. After this awakening, actually, it must just go up.
1: So the company is celebrating its its twentieth anniversary. 130 staff members, an in-house uh, development team uh, working on technology. Mm-hmm. How has how has the organisation changed in terms of payroll processing? Individuals running payroll and payroll technology. Has that balance changed in your business over the last five or ten years as 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 you adopt robotic? Process automation and technology, do you have you pivoted more towards a, a being a technology business or was it always a technology company from the start?
2: Always a technology company from the start because uh, that helped from an internet service provider gave me a lot of insights how a technology company run. So I learned it because it failed and I learned a lot from this failure. So when you lose, don't lose do the lesson, what they said, Chinese people. So I learned uh, from that. So since then, uh, we are focused on technology. So from the start, we're a technology company. So this is um, also you know corporate advantage from our and side. Wow.
1: The pace of the pace of technology change continues to accelerate. What do mm-hmm. you see happening in the next five years as you look at your Technology and, and the direction for the business?
2: I think five years, that should be a lot of, you know, actually, who does the quick integration to many different uh, systems will win? Because now you cannot do all. Biggest thing, you know, ability to integrate uh, the many different programs because uh, it is not uh, so. Easy and it is not also so ideal to have to do everything on your own, so it could be very quickly integrated, uh, let's say, the time uh, management system or accounting system or any other uh, HR system very quickly. So, I mean, the, you know, if you integrate so quickly to new system, this is you know, next five years, what I feel. Uh, this this would be definitely everything should be online because there's many people now working uh, from home and there's a lot of people started to work as a freelancer. So technology should be applied to these kind of uh, changes as well.
1: And and do you do you see that happening in? Your business that you have people working from home as freelance or is that more about how you help your clients pay their um, gig worker or or freelance workers uh, in Turkey?
2: In Turkey uh, it's going in this direction too as well and yeah many uh, many people work from home it started actually white colors definitely started in this way so these changes, actually, we should welcome all these changes very quickly, what
1: I feel. You now lead yep. the largest payroll outsourcing business in, in Turkey. What challenges do you uh, really focus on now at this stage? What, what do you worry about or, or get excited about for the growth of your business?
2: I mean, the worry, it's uh, actually usual. I, I guess this worry that uh, everywhere is the same. Because so many players going to payroll and uh, it reduces the uh, service fee. So that makes the service quality go down. So that competition is not a good area. You know, it's sort of like muddy area. It's no good. This is my worry. It's so many competitors. But this competition with the price, this is no good. But this is everywhere. So... For this reason, uh, you know, what I can do more, focus on IT, research, and try to do more, um, you know, give better service and do a lot of adding, you know, these robotic processes, all sort of things. Mm -hmm. This is my aim, you know.
1: So the core of payroll, um, it's complex, it's very time pressured. Um, but repeatable every month. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see, you know, I don't want to underestimate the core task of delivering payroll, but what additional value do you see payroll offering to businesses in Turkey? Are you starting to see them use the data differently? You talked about integration to HR systems. Um, how do you see uh, payroll doing more in, for the clients or, or inside the clients?
2: Actually, yeah, data, um, you know, data can be used, but there is some restriction for the data these days, as well as other countries. Um, but still, uh, some spatial reporting uh, and, you know, this data can be used, not only big data, even small data can be used, um, giving some new, new ideas to management are we're doing in a way sort of like uh, manager dashboard and some special reporting, and otherwise uh, just a quick integration from my side. Otherwise, I just give them a, a big room, you know, to manage their services. Their uh, you know to focus on their core business. You know, just taking away. Task. Other than I'm not so keen on uh, adding so much, uh, you know, focus, or change my focus because I don't like to change my focus so much. Mm. You know, best to our business in the best way, just to give them a more focus on their core business. Because it's, it's the end. This is a payroll business. So we're not thinking to do sort of like consultancy or other services. No, just payroll, do it payroll accurately and nicely. And um, this is that.
1: So you mentioned you spend time and and energy focused on training and bringing new people Mm -hmm. uh, into the industry. What tips would you give someone looking at the the payroll industry um, about how to be successful in payroll?
2: As an entrepreneur or as a... uh as a worker.
1: Maybe, maybe first as a worker, so somebody who's mm-hmm. just starting out in payroll.
2: In Turkey, actually, payroll is not a, a sort of like, it's not an occupation, it's not what they think. Uh, young people just uh, step for HR, HR career, what, it, what, what they told. But what I'm teaching them to my staff as well, payroll, is a very good business. You know, you can just concentrate on payroll and worth doing that. Uh, So uh, actually, I also hold an association now, payroll association. In this payroll association, telling young people, look, this is really good uh, career path. Why don't you focus on payroll only? And this is a very important career, what I'm telling them. So I'm working on it a lot. And these days I started a new activity for all the universities interested in industrial relations, you know, HR, you know, the approach, 20 universities. At first stage, four universities answered The Four big universities answered it. So now we will teach them a payroll for two days in university as a data assist and give them some uh, tip, you know, some awakening. What is this? Some awareness. What is the payroll? So it is, it is a really good start for me and and to teach them. And it was just a big university answer, answer that, you know, this, you know, Istanbul University and Ankara University, that's really big universities in Turkey. That they said that they're very really happy to work with us. And as data assist, we teach them two days uh, payroll. What is payroll and what is the payroll uh, calculation, the, you know, how it is. So it, it is very good start for me. You know, talking to universities and giving awareness as peril is a sole and good career path.
0: That's really encouraging. Um, we're, we're coming across more and more. Uh, companies and, and countries um, looking at uh, approaching u- universities to try and get it on the curriculum. So it's really, really encouraging. Um, I also um, understand that you have helped some refugees from Syria, is that correct, to yeah, help them get into yeah, payroll? So how, how did that start out? How did you, you know, begin that process? It was very really exciting
2: uh, thing for me. First, uh, we started work with NGOs in Turkey. And uh, I come across with Syrian people over there, young Syrian people. And in the beginning, I was also thinking, you know, they, after the war over, you know, war over, they will go back to their country. Their country. So when I'm talking to them, I said, okay, what is your uh, future plan? You know, what are you going to do afterwards? You know, are you going back to Syria? And what they told me there is. Nothing Syria now, no business, nothing. So I saw uh, their eyes, um, I mean, it's so bad, you know, so dramatic. So I had an idea, maybe I can do for them something. And uh, I reach United Works uh, in Turkey, they are looking, uh, looking for a job for Syrian people. And uh, I approached that. Uh, United Works, and I said, "Could you please find me an English-speaking and some good people from Syria?" And they really helped me, and we choose some of them, and we started a project. Uh, and United Nations gives some uh, help to Turkish Işkır, Turkish government. So with this way. I started a project, so I really like to work with them. And it is so good, you know, for me to give them a hope and to do something for them. I really like to work with them. And these days, the project finish as of um, end of November, our project finish. Now we are on the process to employ them.
0: Wow, that, that's fantastic. And, and what was their background? What, what did they do when they were in Syria? Some of them teachers, some of them
2: engineers, and uh, some, of them, uh, some of them accountant. but they really uh, do low-level job in Turkey. You know, they were hopeless, but I feel, and, you know, they are really uh, good people. You can see, but before, you know, there is some, how do you call it, Syrian people. Maybe they're not well-educated, you know, they're not okay, but not, not like this, you know. They have a big culture and they have a, uh, they're nice people. So it was so good for them, for me to know them as well. But it was so difficult sometimes, um, I'm explaining them. Okay, you know how we approach. Let's say labor union. You know this is a labor union. I said they said, "What is labor union?" Ah, oh, okay. You know labor union this and that. And they they ask, "How come? Why?" You know it is so much cultural differences. So uh, not only language, it was a big cultural differences. But now they are very happy. With us, you know, they're learning and they feel they feel that they are from the family. You know, I really uh, so uh, carefully. I was so careful about you know there was no mobbing to them because people have some prejudices. You know, it's so difficult, but uh, they're very happy. So I'm happy that I did it. So I would like to do do it one more project uh, with United Works. You know, it's so good to help, you know, people, you know, to be part of the society, even, you know, they can find a job, maybe even internationally. So I'm happy I did this.
1: <laughs> and we, we talked earlier about people coming into the industry and people starting out in their careers and you've just talked about people retraining and uh, moving into the payroll industry from all sorts of different professions against some very challenging circumstances um looking back on on your own change into payroll and being an entrepreneur and a founder what advice would you offer if there's a, a listener here who's working in payroll thinking they maybe could start their own business or should start their own business? What advice would you offer them about how to be successful?
2: Uh, I mean, the biggest thing, they should be unique. Uh, they shouldn't uh, copy what other people do and they should create a new path, new thing, definitely. I mean, if they copy Someone else, uh, this is not a good business. This area would be very difficult uh, area for what you call and both marketing and both uh, competition because this competition area would be a red area, you know, can only compete with price. But they should find the competition area and the blue area, you know, they should finding new things. They should be unique, and they should really start with the new findings. So this, with this competition, they should be in blue area with the competition. So this is not easy, but once you find your uniqueness, your uh, new path, that would be wonderful.
1: And it Otherwise, like, you're just copying. Yeah. Yeah. And it it sounds like when when you describe your business, you were unique when you started. You were the first person to do it. Um, You were unique as you grew in terms of the way you worked with international clients and and used technology. And perhaps you're unique now in your focus on bringing people into the industry in Turkey from all walks of life and helping with training and development um, for the industry. So as you look back on that uh, experience, what work achievements are you most proud of across those 20 years?
2: Actually, uh, it's something also uh, you know getting some acknowledgement from uh, Global payroll Association. It was very, so good you know <laughs> for us. I think in year 2018, um, you know we got uh, one award from Global Payroll Association. It was really good, good acknowledgement. From our side.
1: I was going to say, if you could talk to your younger self, would you change anything? What, what advice would you offer them? Uh, if you could talk to you as a 16-year-old now, what advice would you offer?
2: <laughs> 16-year-old, wow. I mean, uh, from my side uh, to my 16-year-old, I would say uh, really be yourself and believe in yourself what I would say Uh, because I'm doing a lot but I feel not you know I don't know I don't do so much marketing this is my big area but for a younger person I would say and focus on one thing and be really good at one thing be excellent in one thing then do the other thing afterwards but if you don't you know if you're not excellent in one area one profession uh, it is difficult i would say this
1: it's excellent advice um we've really enjoyed talking to you with you today listening and, and understanding about your experience in turkey and in building the business um hopefully you've enjoyed the conversation too uh, Mel, any last question before we wrap up?
0: No, I, I think it's um, it's a very inspiring story, and and um, I'm glad that you've shared that with us, and and people can hear it, and you know, and and good luck with everything in in the future, um, and you know, on the training and everything else. So, uh, so thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is made possible by ADP Global Payroll, giving you the confidence and transparency to transform global payroll into an engine for growth. Begin your journey at adp.com forward slash worldwide and connect with your local global expert.